Welcome back to Four and Toe Podcast, where parents can find encouragement on their journeys through homeschooling. I'm your host, Elizabeth. This is episode 42. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Four and Toe Podcast. It has been a little while. On today's episode, I'm going to get a little bit real with you guys and share a little bit of personal story with you and give you some of my thoughts on my own personal life that maybe just maybe will help you as a homeschool parent this fall. 2020 has been a really interesting year, to say the very least. I see memes and see words like dumpster fire, and I could not agree more. The number of things that have happened on a global scale, national scale, and even a local scale in my area, just I can't keep up with everything. And I I feel incredibly overwhelmed. And then I have to turn and look at my family. I'm a mom and a wife. We have four kids. I work a part-time job at a local music store giving music lessons two days a week. And what we deemed as normal for so long was completely uprooted on March 12th, 2020. For the first two weeks of the pandemic, my husband was unsure whether or not he was able to work or whether or not he as an electrician was deemed essential. He is a subcontractor and until his boss that he was working with could figure out all of the parameters, my husband was laid off for two weeks. Thankfully, it was a short amount of time, but it scared us a lot because we live paycheck to paycheck. I was also nervous because my job as a music instructor was shut down as well. Most of my lessons, all of my lessons really at that point, were all in-person lessons at the studio. And until we were able to set up an online teaching system, we were scrambling. When we had shut down, I had close to 20 students that I was giving lessons on a weekly basis. And until May, I had maybe two or three students that were taking lessons online. But by the time May rolled around, I was finally able to get 10 students to take online lessons from me on a regular basis, which helped significantly in our finances. But still, the changes just keep happening. And the uncertainty is just so incredibly real. Now, let me backtrack just a second. Two years ago, I finally decided to go to a psychiatrist and talk to him about some of my emotions that I had been dealing with for several years. He diagnosed me with clinical depression and put me on medication to help manage my depression. As the pandemic happened, one of my appointments with him in the spring, we discussed what I was going through emotionally and how I was handling my emotions and how I was dealing with it all. And he decided to increase my dose of medication for depression and give me an anxiety medication to take as needed if I really felt like I was uh, experiencing a lot of anxiety. The way my anxiety has been showing up is with stomach pains, which has been interesting to figure out. For a while, I thought maybe there was something actually wrong with my gut. But actually, but after several appointments uh, and tests done by my regular doctor, it was decided that it's just a symptom of anxiety and I need to learn how to calm down, find my peace and find my center. I got to a point this fall where I don't want to increase any of my medication and I want to figure out how to take care of myself and control my environment in a way to make my life a little bit healthier 
so that I don't fall into deep depression and I don't have to increase any of my medications. By September, I was starting to feel even more anxious as we began school. The first year, I'm teaching four children in four different grades, my youngest being in kindergarten. I'll be honest, as much as I talk about teaching kids to love learning, it's something that I myself struggle with occasionally with my kids. There are attitudes involved that tell me they would rather just play than do the hard work. And with me pushing back, when I'm strong enough and I can push back and say, no, you need to do your schoolwork. This is part of growing up. And you need to know how to add and subtract to make it in life. You need to know how to multiply and divide in order to make it in life. And if you really want to be a writer, you need to learn how to write. You need to learn how to spell. These are important things for you in your future. Now is the time to learn them. Some days I'm better at others at being firm and telling them, no, we're not playing right now. We're doing this. But I'll be honest. There are some days when my depression just takes over and I cannot pull myself together enough to be firm with them. And I would rather just sit on the couch and curl up in a ball and sleep. I realize that this is not healthy. So what do I do, you may ask? This is what I did in the month of October and why you guys haven't heard from me in about a month. I dropped everything that was non-essential, including podcasting. I haven't posted on social media. I've dropped all of my podcasting responsibilities. I haven't done any of my online businesses that I have. I just focused on going to work two days a week and homeschooling my children on the days I wasn't working. I always made sure every day to take some time for myself. Now, what that looked like was different every single day as far as taking time for myself. But there has been a constant checking in with myself and checking in by actually thinking about why do I feel this way? Why am I thinking these things? How can I change it? Is it reality? Or am I perceiving things just emotionally? Oftentimes, I just react to things emotionally just off the cuff. And learning to control my emotions and learning to take a deep breath and step back and think through what I'm feeling has really helped, has really helped me in life, but also helped to manage my depression. And it also has helped me explain my depression to my husband, who doesn't understand it at all. But over the last few years, he's grown a lot. And now, if I'm able to, and I can sit back and think about it long enough, I can tell him, hey, I'm just having an emotional day. It's been a depressing day, and I don't know why I'm feeling these things. He'll just hug me. He doesn't have anything to say, but he just gives me a hug. And that's really all I need. The other ways that I managed it the last month being so incredibly overwhelmed with depression was just doing the essentials in school. I made sure that every day I took 30 minutes with each child to do specific work with them. A few of the kids can do some of their work independently, but all of them have things that they need me to help them with. So I made sure that every day there was 30 minutes of my time given directly to each child to do whatever it was they needed help with specifically in school. We also rediscovered the joy of reading aloud. Now, this is something that I do normally anyway, but what changed in October was 
rather than have the kids each write down a summary for what they heard, I just have them tell me audibly what they heard during the lesson. And I, ha- and I wasn't as concerned with them remembering every detail of what I read. As long as they were sitting and creating quietly, usually with Lego, which is their current fad, I was able to read a great deal to them. And we got pretty far in our geography study through the course of October. Now, as far as feeling not good enough, did I do enough? Those questions surround me all the time. I don't think there's a homeschool mom that doesn't think those things almost on a daily basis, because no matter how long somebody has been homeschooling, when I talk to the moms and the dads, they have all asked that question and they are still asking that question. Here's my thought. I'll say it again. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. There is an absolutely no way that any teacher in the world can teach a child absolutely everything there is to know. And no matter what education process your kids go through, there's going to be gaps in their education. And this year in particular, because kids haven't been in school for so long and they're coming back to it, even the public school kids are, quote unquote, behind what the government has said is the ideal for each grade X, Y, Z. So no matter what, everybody's behind at this point if you're going by government standards for the standardized tests. And if you're not, don't worry about it. it you're even more freedom there. Just t- take a deep breath, take some, a little bit of time, cuddle time with each of your kids, and just do what you can. Just do what you can. Ultimately, they really are still learning, and it is going to be okay. So what about you? Do you have mental health problems that sometimes get in the way of your homeschooling? I would love to hear from you, and I would love to encourage you and encourage other moms that there there are other people like me who are homeschooling their kids. If you're someone who wouldn't mind sharing your story about mental health issues and homeschooling and how you work out homeschooling when you're at your darkest or most struggling times, feel free to email me at toe podcast at gmail.com and let me know. I would love to have you on the show. If this was helpful for you, feel free to email me as well or reach out on any of my social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at 4 in Podcast or on Twitter at 4 in Pod, and let me know if this was helpful for you. You can also share this podcast as well with any of your friends who may need to be encouraged that it's okay to be to have mental health problems and to homeschool your kids and to struggle. It's normal. It's so normal. And if you want some one-on-one time with me on over a Zoom chat, feel free to join my Patreon group at patreon.com backslash four and toe podcast and join the four and toe community. So until next time, you guys have a great homeschooling week. And remember, mama, you've got this. We invite people of all backgrounds to share their stories, their nuanced conversations, and forward thinking, and not taking ourselves too seriously. Everyone's story matters. Every voice is important. Life is polarizing, but not everything is black and white. Come join us as we fade to gray. Fade to Gray is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Head on over to fade to gray for more information.